Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes! Oh my God, I need more volume. Today is like... Really should have had my voices uh-huh. too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Angie Goff is here, and I feel like I need so much more alcohol. It's a big day. <laughs> and we have a huge announcement. What am I talking about? I'm so like. I, oh, anyway. Okay, you guys, welcome to the Hey For Age podcast. We are live on Facebook. And of course, you know this podcast is everywhere on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on iTunes, you know, all the places you can find it. But every Monday and Wednesday at 12.30 p.m., usually we're on time, Eastern Standard Time, 9.30 a.m. for our West Coast fans. Um, But today, I get so excited. Angie Goff is here from NBC4, legendary reporter. I'm giving her that title already. I don't even care. She is. You seriously are. Legendary. Legendary. I'm not that old. Okay, well, legendary. I I I have like a litter of kids, but I'm not that old. (laughs) You do have to talk all about your children, too, because I love, there are literally blogs dedicated to your kids, which I can't wait to discuss. It's amazing. Are they hate blogs? No. 
No, except for... literally the farthest thing from that. The no, people are obsessed thing. with your kids. But uh, I say legendary because I have admired your career. I think I met you now, I'm going to say like 10 years ago. It's a long time ago. I know. I remember oh. we went to lunch, didn't we? How are my Botox and fillers holding up? Do I still look like 30? <laughs> you don't need Botox and fillers. I get it all. Fill Do me you really? Up. Yes, absolutely. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. No, you don't. Yes, 100%. I, my goal, I admire Dolly Parton so much. I <gasps> want to look, I want the body to look 85, but the face to look 40. You no, know, I want to name my firstborn Dolly Rebecca. What? I have Dolly shirts everywhere. I just, I made my family go to Dollywood. And the only way my husband would let us go is he's like, you have to pay for everything. I bought tickets. We had to take two plane, planes to get there. It's amazing. You, if you have not been to Dream More, you have to go. Really? Oh, oh I love Dolly so much. And it should be on Netflix, too. Um, but yeah, I that already get good. this stuff. And you know, white people crack really fast. Like, I mean, it, they do really. <laughs> no, you have gray jeans, but like white I'm half people. white, though. And, and you know, you see this. You'll never admit this because you can't, but I look at white reporters all the time, and they look so busted. And it's really terrible. They really do. They look awful on television. Not at NBC4. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe it's just the other stations. Uh, look, we I, I want to first announce before we get into Angie's life, because I admire her career so much. She started here in this market at Channel 9, but the way she broke into the business was so unique, and I think what young people need to be doing. Uh, we're also going to talk, of course, about her personal life. You've seen her on the Today Show. I want to know when she's replacing Savannah Guthrie. Uh, what is it? Guthrie? Guthrie? What is it? Guthrie. Oh, Guthrie. But, yeah, but there's the- no replacing her. She's amazing. <laughs> And then I want to call your mom live on this show because I've heard Angie Goff's mom is like a true character. Like, yeah, I, I really did. And bit. I heard she gambles all the time. <laughs> now only on the iPads. She, my dad set her up on an iPad so he doesn't have to go to Charlestown as much. She gambles like with real money on the iPad? Yeah, well, she she thinks it's real money. But I, I think you do have to pay to get like bonus points. All I know is that when that iPad goes down, my father's <laughs> life is hell. And so... <laughs> It always has always has to stay charged, and if we, he has to switch it over to a phone, then the credits have to transfer, or it, it's game over. So the iPad is is very. Your crucial. mom sounds like a blast. She's gorgeous too, by the way. Your oh, mother's thank you. beautiful. Thank yeah, you. no wonder you don't yeah. need Botox and fillers. She looks like a million bucks. <laughs> My God, hey, she'll tell you that too. Please. Uh, So we're going to get into all that, but I know a lot of people have logged on and tuned in today because I've been teasing this big announcement that we wanted to make. And I'm I'm like so excited. I'm nervous about this because I just sometimes I think you have to like sit back, you know, two years. I'm actually almost three years ago. I left radio. I decided I was going to bet on myself. And I just in my gut, I had this feeling. I was like, you need to create your own thing. You need to create the Hey Fresh podcast. And you I'm sure you and I, Angie, knew each other when I was on 99.5 mm-hmm. for years, which was a great start to my career. But there was something always inside me that was like, I want to host my own show. I can do this on my own. I, like I never always drove me nuts. It was always the men's names on these show. I'm like, no, I would just want the Sarah show you know like yeah. why do I have why does it always have to be Sarah and Bobby why does it have to be Sarah and Tommy Joe no, no. I just want Sarah on the show but it's very hard to do that it is but so I bet on myself three years ago I said I'm starting this podcast and people were like you're bananas this is never going to work out Anyway, it worked out. We have sponsors for the show. We'll talk about them. But over the past couple of months, I have been in the works with Mix 107.3 to bring the podcast back as a radio show. And I'm dying! (laughs) 
I'm dying. I can't even believe it. Because it's like my dream. My dream always has been that this Hey Frey show like appears on many outlets. So eventually it becomes this like high, like moving pace, 30 minute Facebook, YouTube show. And then it's like a radio syndicated show at night. And I just want the show to be like entertaining and inspiring. And like you laugh your ass off and we have a glass of wine at night. And we talk about all the crazy things that happened in my life and your life. But at the end of the day, everything is going to be okay. Because I feel like there's no show like that anymore. Yeah. You've got to pick sides. Everybody hates each other. Your career's ruined. It's just so dramatic. And I just want to have so much fun on Sunday nights. I want you to call in and reveal the deepest, darkest secrets of your life. Because I just love is that. Delilah still on? Um, hopefully not for long. I'm replacing she, her. She used to make me cry. <laughs> It was that's like really what I remember. That, that was Sunday night radio to me. Um, I'm so happy for you. Well, thank that's you. Wonderful. I'm, well, I'm super nervous. So, so anyway, this Sunday night, 9 to 11 p.m., we are testing out the show. And when I say testing out the show, we want to kind of figure out we're going to play with the time. So maybe it's 9 to 11. Maybe it becomes 8 to 10. Maybe it becomes 7 to 9. So we're going to start at 9 to 10. I really want you guys to call to listen. You can listen. Mix1073.com. So it's Mix1073.com is the website. You can listen live. Uh, The number will be right there. You can also be listening in your car. Do the Redskins play at home? No, they don't play at home this weekend, do they? Oh, no. I'm I'm going to Green Bay. You're going to Green Bay? <laughs> yes. That's right. Like, I'll be, I'll be watching Green... our former quarterback play. Um, yeah, sorry. You going to Green Bay for fun or are you going for, for a football? football? Game. Really? Yeah, if I can get out if this hurricane doesn't uh, mess everything oh, up. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. you're not going to. So you're going to have to tune in at 9 o'clock <laughs> Sunday okay, night. Okay, <laughs> that, that's what I'm going to do. That's my backup. That's plan B. <laughs> That's plan B. Uh, So look, wherever you are on Sunday night, the reason that this show is being syndicated back to radio is because so many of you have downloaded, have listened, supported this show over the years and its transitions. And, you know, it's really because of your thousands of downloads and likes and shares that now uh, a company like Cumulus, we've come back together and said, look, we think this really makes sense. Let's, you know, be united together. Let's give the show an even bigger platform and let's just impact people with really fun radio. So AJ, of course, you guys know her on this podcast she's been the producer although we joke now that she's like producing less and less so like we're like yeah actually you're not really producing basically like a co-host but anyway you've been producing you're gonna be on on sunday night um you went to the meeting this week to get it all buttoned up and confirmed so tell me like what you're excited about for this I mean, you know, I wanted to be a radio personality forever. I did a really right out of college. I did it really small town. And then when my parents begged me to come home, I was like, well, sh- my life is over. What am I going to do here? And then I hit you up and it's all just kind of worked out beautifully. And now I, I like, get to we need help. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm just most excited to get to watch such a seasoned personality on air and learn from you as I've done for the past year. And it's the next next biggest step, I think, for us and for you. And we're so excited. Well, we are so excited. And and Angie's done this mm-hmm. in her career, but you really have to take a risk and bet on yourself. And oh, it's yeah. very hard because it's the opposite advice that everybody tells you. And and I remember this clear as day when I left 107.3 and I, you you know, they, they said, look, you can stay. We'd love you to stay for middays. If you want to go, we understand. I, I was like, you know what? I, I got to go. I got to mm-hmm. take my severance mm-hmm. package on this one and I got to create my own show. And I always tell people like bet on yourself because you don't even know you know and and year one of the podcast I'm like oh my god is this what's this supposed to be like I would come home and say to Dan maybe I should have taken that midday job what am I doing and he'd be like no you've had this dream you're going for it you're building your own show you're building your own following and then you know just over the summer we've been back and forth with 107.3 and they were like we're really excited so I I can't wait people are asking if uh, I'm still going to do the podcast yes 100% 
10%. Monday and Wednesdays, we'll still give you new shows. We'll still give you the live podcast on Facebook. And... Um, it will completely be unfiltered. A lot of people are, are worried, are we going to be censored? Uh-huh. No, we're yeah, be that was my next question because I've I've listened a little bit. And I was like, oh, Lord. Not really radio Right out the gate. We've got F-bombs. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, we live. Oh, yeah. I know. It's you're like proof. I know. I'm actually amazed that NBC4 was like, you oh, can't yeah, do that you can on, on You can't do that on regular radio anymore, no. right? So okay. we'll, be, we'll be censored. We are trying some new things. Like this weekend, we really, uh, some of the, the things that we've been working on is sending AJ out on the street. And we want to do kind of either like AJ on the street and she asks people different questions or we like AJ Saves America, where she essentially goes up to people and goes, what do you need help with right now? And then oh. we just go from there. <laughs> like the adventure goes from there. You know what I mean? Yes. Someone needs a what diaper be, change. Oh, like something like that, something as simple as just to make somebody's life easier. Yeah, or like a whole therapy session. I mean, doesn't she seem capable of giving advice? <laughs> Obviously, yeah, I think so. You're like you look like <laughs> yeah. you're like an empty vessel, which makes you an expert in everything. Exactly. I guess does that make sense? I don't yes. know. I don't Whatever comes out of your mouth makes sense. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Big <laughs> Obviously, I have a drinking problem. I think that. I, by the way, guys, I've only been up. I mean, I've only gotten an hour and a half of sleep. So. Whatever does happen. We need to hear your whole schedule because it amazes me. We really do. It changes every day. How do you and, uh, yeah, I can't wait no, to hear no, about no, it. Because, wait, 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 but do we need to know any more about your... No, all we here? need to know is we all need to collectively tell our friends, okay. tell everybody, yeah. post about it. 9 p.m. this Sunday night, AJ and I will be there live. The show kicks off, the party kicks off at 9 o'clock, 9 to 11 on Mix 107.3 here in D.C. If you listen to us on this podcast and you're in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, we've got listeners in Texas, we've got listeners in L.A., you could tune in on Mix1073.com. And I can't thank you enough. Like, I, I I hope I'm always grateful because I swear to God, so many of you have followed me. Ten years ago, I started on The Kane Show. And you guys have been ride or die ever since. You've you've seen me. I've tried talk shows. I've been out on commercials. I've been out at a car dealership licking tires. I've done everything. <laughs> and you guys have Ooh. been like, great job, Sarah. So, like, I know. You know, it's a long way to the top. Did you really lick tires? Yeah, there's Why? a lot of dips in the road. Well, I don't know. I think it was for, like, $50 appearance. And they were like, here, suck on this rubber you could be entered to win a free car i was like all right <laughs> so whatever so do what you gotta do that's my do. biggest thing find a way uh so find thank you guys so much i also got to give you some announcements from our sponsors mervis diamond this weekend uh, mervis i love it they are like just not even deterred by the weather the takori takeover is still happening september 13th through 16th at all their locations that means k street rockville and tyson's corner decori is sending an exclusive two collections of items engagement rings wedding bands stunning earrings and more that you're only going to see at Mervis Diamond. They are the top jeweler in D.C., MervisDiamond.com for more details. If you were heading to Social Media Week in Fairfax, I was set to host on Friday. They are rescheduling. They've canceled because of the weather. And then Bloomingdale's is still on. We're doing their fall makeup event this Saturday morning. Bloomingdale's Chevy Chase. It starts at 8.30. Registration and doors open at 7.30 if you want to come. And the swag bags are insane. You get Dior makeup, Chanel. Um, they do like all these free makeovers. And then, of course, you get all the latest highlights of what what's hot for fall and you can go to bloomingdales chevy chase.com to find out more detail so anyway that takes care of all that and now we get to talk to angie goff who we hi love. i don't know why you guys are so excited <laughs> because I i'm more excited to see you than anything first of all i am obsessed with following your life on social media because really? you look every time i want to know how long does it take for you your kids 
are perfectly dressed. They look beautiful. They uh, Mine won't even have clothes on. They'll be nude. They'll probably be playing with themselves. It'll be so inappropriate. People will completely trash me online. all over their faces <laughs> yes, from their like, diaper. Literal, literal. Like, they won't even. But you look so good, and your kids behave so well, at least in pictures. No, just in pictures. Just in pictures. It's all <laughs> a facade. This is all fake. Fake news. It's all fake news. It's awesome. Yeah, what you see is, is not the reality. No, it's, you know, for the most part, they're... And I am pretty candid on social media about just how everyday life is, too. So in addition to us, like, going to church or, you know, going out to eat and then wanting to dress alike, um, I also, you know, show when when the bad stuff happens. And even, you know, when I do things that are very not momish and, um, like, order, you know, I recently ordered these displays. You know, they have these, like, cut-out pictures. Yep. They're statues. And I got them for gifts for all my sisters and my mom. And... It was all of everybody's kids, all the grandkids, and I left Bob out of it. I chose the picture. <laughs> we opened them up. And Bob is your son. Yes. And I didn't even notice it. That's the sad part. The babysitter was like, where's Bob? And, and then like, Bob <laughs> looks at all of them, and he goes, I'm not in any of these. You know? So, you know, it's things like that, um, you know, because that's the reality, and that's how it happens. So it's it's not all picture perfect, and, and I'm the biggest person to say that, that nothing is, you know, as great as it seems. But I will say that, um, you know, I there I like it when they go out, to, you know, to certain things, whether it's school or um, you know, an event or something to be presentable. You know, I think that, you know, I'm raising, I, I believe in raising an adult in the sense that oh. we're preparing them for their adulthood way down the line. We still do our fart jokes and we still do our poop talk and oh, all of that, you know, and, and they have a lot of fun. But I think that there are certain things that, you know, early on, um, you know, and it's more about have respect for yourself, have self, you know, yeah. self-worth. These are all things that, you know, when we send our kids to school, they learn how to eat right. And sure. they're told to go to pee, run that mile, exercise, learn, do your homework. But as far as their own emotional health and, and how they present themselves and stuff, you know, that's just something that I look back and I'm like, gosh, I had no clue, you know. Yeah. And so it's not like I take them to etiquette class or anything. But I do have, you know, pr- I'm very proud of these kids. I mean, they're probably the best things I've ever made. I okay, they, they, yeah, they are the best things I've ever made. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm not I mean, sending them adorable. back anytime soon. But, um, but I'm also big on holidays. You know, we grew oh. up, uh, if, and that's the other thing. And that's what you probably see a lot is that we celebrate and we make up holidays. And we, you know, we decorate their bed. You know, they have bunk beds. And we decorate them for going back to school. You know, we put up planets and we cut out stuff. And I'm a big closet crafter. And I think that that's where a lot of it comes from. I always tell people if I wasn't doing television that I would be either running like a party store or some kind of, oh, you know. Oh, yes. Like you know, you'd, like, be a de- you'd be a yes. decorating party planner or something along I've that line. I've got lines. glue guns everywhere. You know, I pack heat. Well, and so. I, when you came in here, we were asking you, you said you don't Google yourself at no. all. But I was telling you, you know, when I was doing research and, and, you know, just thinking about what I wanted to ask you, there are literally blog discussions about your kids and how much money you spend on their clothes. <laughs> Like li- literally, but I mean, I mean, these kids do seem to be yeah. well dressed. Like, do you like? I mean, it seems like you love the. Like mm-hmm. you said, I think there's something great about having self worth and and looking yeah. nice and presenting yourself. Do you have a real budget for these kids' clothes? No, I mean, I think a lot of people will tell you that they probably spend more on their kids than they do. I mean, look at what I'm wearing. I wear these same <laughs> Spanx jeans every day, and I wear. I've got hoodies. I have a, a sweatpant collection. When I'm not on TV, I mean, I consider my dresses and the makeup and stuff. Um, you know, that's like my uniform at work. Oh, you know, I hear it you, fits girl. the brand and, and all that. But anybody, when I when I go out, people are like they recognize the voice. 
Yeah. And then yeah, they'll be like, you're Angie? You know, because <laughs> I mean, I had one person, I gave him my email address at J. Crew, the, and she's like, oh, that's like the girl on TV because it has my, you know, Twitter handle in the name. And I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh <laughs> this my is God. it. Yeah. So it's it's just when you look at it, I mean, I'm also a big like bargain person. I mean, I, I support local artisans yeah. and people on Etsy that, um, you know, both my sisters, they um, they have shops and they do this on the side. And if I was allowed to, I probably would also create something. But for us and we pass, we share things between us because we have three girls and that. one, two, three boys. And I am like I could be on a scene or on a segment of hoarders like my husband's like you could be profiled because I don't throw away anything. Really? I'm talking bins and bins and I save everything and and so everything my little girl Ren, I mean she wears a lot of stuff that Adora, you know, wore. wore or okay. Bob, yeah. I mean Bob wears stuff that Adora <laughs> Adora wore. Adora. Um, and Bob, we're gonna need you in these pants, Bob. <laughs> I'm like skinny jeans are in. Come on. Yeah. So um so I mean yeah. I don't judge at all. I just find it funny what people sort of like Yeah. It, you know, because you and I both been in the public eye. Mm-hmm. So like what people latch on to. You know, yeah. there's like threads and threads of if I'm gay and you know, people swear they've seen you? me kiss oh. other women. I'm like, you probably have. Like in a drunken stew. Yes, you probably have. But be, I, they're like convinced they're sure I'm gay. Yeah. I know it doesn't bother me at all, but it was funny Googling you that is like mm-hmm. the thread that keeps coming up is people are very concerned with how much you spend on these kids' clothes. Oh, like, wow. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. She can do what she wants. Yeah, and, and I guess that's why I probably don't do it. And, and honestly, I don't I don't really care. <laughs> I know, I don't care. I mean, it. unless you're giving me money or, you know, I'm like, or you're part of like my financial, you know, situation. Like, I mean, what you think about what I spend my money on. Yeah, who I don't care. Cares? I mean, I buy filet of fish like three times a week, you know, at McDonald's. Like, you some do? people have a problem. Yes. <laughs> I yes. Would not think the things you, I choose to you're invest so classy. in. I would not I, think. I, I know. I'm, I'm very classy. And Jodeci <laughs> sweatshirts. I mean, Dolly Parton t shirts. I've got probably more Dolly Parton t shirts than I do white t shirts. You know? So it's like, and that's the problem. I, I think that even, you know, being a parent and sometimes it's other parents and other people in your community that tend to to be your worst enemies you know and yeah. it's like why don't we just work on on getting along and minding our own business right you know just like someone gave me some great advice before and and this was more career related because i remember you know you know how it is like you're in this career life's not fair this business is subjective it is not fair totally people pass you by that are you perceive to be less talented yep or shouldn't get you know they know somebody and they got there that way and i remember he sat me down and this was early on he said you know every second that you spend thinking about anybody else that's the second you're taking away from yourself it's the truth you know what and and that changed everything for me. You know, I, I just think that the moment I see myself drifting that way, it's it's so easy to say that to myself and then not give a I can't say it. You know, you can say it. I can't <laughs> we say can it. Say oh, say no. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. I'll give a shit. I mean, I know, look, I true. posted this picture on television. Look at I mean, this. It's amazing. It doesn't even look like I you. I look like a linebacker. I gained 82 pounds with Bob. <gasps> you did? It was oh amazing. Yeah. Oh, I can't You're wait the tiniest to eat woman. Everything. I can't even no, wait to no. eat. I mean, that's incredible. Like My for, God. So Sarah yeah. is expecting to have kids, we hope, someday. I yes. don't know. Oh, there, there, it's going to be a geriatric pregnancy. I mean, I'm already like 36. Uh, by the time I actually get pregnant, it'll be like 40. I mean, I, I plan to... That's be, like the norm now. I did a story on that. It's, I, it's but it's norm. not really healthy, right? No, like, it's healthy. I mean, they have technology. I mean, as long as you are keep taking care of yourself and you got a good doctor. God. I mean... I think I think my my doctor. She, 
I want to say her practice delivered someone at 53. What? Wow. <laughs> God, don't let me have a kid at 53. Don't. I mean, I, I need to be. I already go to bed at 730. I mean, for God's sake, at 53, I'll be, I'll be asleep at four. I don't even know what the kid will be doing. Oh, you got We, we got to know first for first time parents. What should she know? That she can't go to bed at 730 because yeah. the kid. Gosh, I'm the worst. As my sister would tell you, I'm the worst person to ask for any kind of advice. Really? <laughs> but well, yes. If if you have an emotional issue, <laughs> if a parenting <laughs> issue, <laughs> I so, love you so much. I mean, you look like you got your shit together, but it sounds yeah, like in reality, yeah, no, not really. No, 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 no. But this is the thing. You know, I feel like, and the best way to describe it is like every day is a day at the improv. You know, and yes. you know what that means. You just got to like make it up as you go because there's really I, I read some of those books. I read a couple of those books when I had the first kid. I, I know I read it somewhere, but no, nobody really told me right afterwards. But after you have a, a kid, you lactate. Right. Yeah. And for two weeks, I was like, why am I waking up soaked in the bed, Ugh. drenched in my own breast milk? And it's like you told I for two weeks, I forgot. Oh, you're supposed to wear breast pads with your nursing bra, you know. And so it's little oh things like God. that. So even when you do follow, you know, you go through the, the courses and you do everything like you've got to live and learn. And then by the third child, you know, I was forgetting that Ren was even there. You know, she, I, I'd be like, oh, let's go. <laughs> and we made plans. And I'm like, Adora's here. And then he's like, my husband's like, oh, and you have a baby. <laughs> Oh, that she probably needs so to eat much. at some point. And so it's, um, I think, you know, as you start to relax a little and, and the babies, I feel like can sense that. Yes. It, the very first, you know, one, I mean, I was on the floor every time she was sleeping, like listening to her breathe, being like, don't stop breathing, don't stop breathing. You know, just worried about every little thing. And, um, okay, and so it sounds like treat the third child, like treat the first kid like it's just, your just third. Just have a third just like child. Kind of ignore Forget it. Yeah, the just first <laughs> Go straight to number three, <laughs> and then you figure it out. <laughs> All right, well, let's go. No. Let's go back because what I admire so much about your career is I'm going to say I don't know how many years you have a very popular blog called Oh My Goff. Yeah, okay, it's, we're reworking it actually. I've kind of uh, taken a little bit of a hiatus though. Well, of yeah. course, I mean, my God, you have a yeah. busy, busy life. Yeah. Like your family, your kids. We'll get into all that. Your career, you have a great career, at NBC Four. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell me, take me back to when Oh My Goff started, and and this is what I mean on betting on yourself because mm-hmm. really, I met you years ago. You would go out to a scene, there'd be people from Hot 99.5, and Angie Goff would be at every event in Washington, D.C., from Black Tie to the Barbecue Festival. I mean, you were there almost doing this whole like live blog, live mm-hmm. reporting before anybody was doing that in a lifestyle way. Yes. So um, I guess to give you the truncated version. So I had been doing broadcasting for a few years. I worked in Sioux City, Iowa. I worked at Entertainment Tonight, went to Sioux City, Iowa. And then to Columbia, South Carolina, where I was an anchor and a reporter. And then I got the call to come back home. This is yep. where my family lives, my parents, my sisters, and where I went to school. And that's kind of a lot of people's dreams is to get back to where, where you're from. And so the, the, the catch was they wanted me to do traffic. And I mean, I remember telling my agent at the time, I'm like, traffic? I get lost everywhere. <laughs> like MapQuest can't even help me. This is the time when we were using MapQuest. We were printing out the sure, sheets, you know. Sure. And so she's like, just, you know, just entertain the idea. You know, they're going to fly you out. And I remember they put me in front of that green screen. I never worked a green screen. Oh, my God. And, yeah. um, and I remember the GM said that it was hilarious because they filmed it, this audition. They had me. I had no idea what I was doing. And he said it looked like I had one of those apples on my head and like someone was like about to like shoot me, <laughs> uh, you know. And but he said they, but what they loved is the fact that <laughs> I just played off it, you know, because I had no idea what I was doing. And I made up all this stuff. And, and, and that's what they were looking for. They wanted someone who could take information sure. and add personality to it and blah, blah, blah. So, OK, so that all worked out. I got hired. 
tired. My parents were ecstatic. I came back. And then um, because of the way the rules were set in place, um, I was with a different group working for traffic. So I couldn't technically do any type of news. Ah, okay. And of course, you know, I was given the promise, you know, eventually you're going to be worked back into the news system. We'll get back to your news routes and all that. But um, so my my big thing is like you got to find a way you know when yeah, you have that yeah. itch and you know that you can be doing more and you want to be doing more and you feel like you're in a straitjacket like in order for you to be your best self and to produce the best you and um and not go crazy um is, is to find a way and so that's why i was like well this thing called the internet you right. know and so i my dad's a systems engineer and and I, I've always liked the digital world and, and kept up with it. So once I, you know, I created the blog, we, I got the, the, the station I was working for at the time on board, their digital people wow. um, to, to help out. And we, you know, and it, and it kind of took off from there. And yeah. then what I realized is like, look, if I can't legally, you know, <laughs> go out and cover stuff and, and be part of the news scene, at least this gives me another outlet to connect with the audience. And there's this thing, oh, wow, this is amazing. We can go out, we can shoot. I mean, I had my own cameras. I had every, I mean, I carried my laptop out and I'd use Ustream. Remember, yes, I don't know that's remember so Ustream was like the yeah. hot thing like seven or eight yes. years ago. Yeah. And I actually have a photo of me carrying like my hot pink eight pound laptop <laughs> being like, I'm ahead of the curve. Oh my, this is the future, you know? And I'm like, you know, <laughs> live streaming through this thing and people made fun of it and they and and you know and there was a lot of pushback you know from not only managers but you know peers and people that thought it was just ludicrous and sure. who wants to watch behind the scenes who wants to see you know what you're really like and and that type of thing and 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 that's where it comes into not caring and right. and, and realizing the only person that can stop you it's not them. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, and, there were people that were very jealous of what you oh. were doing. I mean, I can remember going out, and people were very jealous that you were going to these events, that you were covering them, and I'm like, shit, I want to be doing, like, I want all her secrets. Like, what yeah. is she doing? Because you were just, I mean, you have made an incredible career for yourself, and I, I think you see it and you hear it around town that, that pe- a lot of people are very happy for you, but it, I well, also know. And I think it's when you have, you know, what if, what if the channel said, yeah, you could just do news? Then I would have been comfortable and I would have just been doing it. And none right. of that would have happened. I wouldn't have found this world that, that I've enjoyed so much and I've cultivated, you know, this this group of people that I've I've just like you. I mean, people you talked about the the ride and die, like yes. they've stayed with you for years. I mean, I have people from day one yep. and they remember the birth of my first child and um and having that sense of community and having a real connection because it's fun talking into the microphone, but Yes. You and I know it's like it, it's intimate to a certain level. But then when you have that instant feedback, you realize it's a two way conversation and it's one that carries on and it just doesn't stop because you go on vacation or you right. go home when you turn the mics off. I think that that is the most amazing thing when it comes to what we do. Right. And that's where we find, you know, at least in my line of business, some of the best stories, yeah. some of the best perspectives. We've had people fight, you know, on our, our Facebook lives, and at least they're able to say their piece and, and come to an understanding and still be friends at the end of it. You know, being able to witness something like that, I I, I love it. And um, and so for me, you know, despite all the jeers and, and people laughing, I moved on because yeah, I was did. in a place that was not going to celebrate that and did not want to push it forward. And I constantly felt like I was banging my head against the wall and I got tired of it. And, and so 
Do you have nothing? No, no, no. Yeah. So I was yeah. going to say because because that ends up you take the blog, you're, you're working traffic. Um, Channel Nine ends up promoting you. Mm-hmm. You were there for how many years were you at Nine before you make the move to Four? Oh gosh, I probably almost four years. Four years. Yeah. And then so what happens with NBC? Do they come to you? Do you go to them? I mean, you you're yeah. I love you. You're a woman <laughs> with ambition, right? So were you like, you know what? It's time for me to take my career to the next level. How did that? No, I it. it they actually had reached out to me prior to me going there a couple of years before I actually went because the way TV works is, you know, when your contract comes up, if they want sure. to keep you, they're going to find ways and incentives, you know, and bones and things to throw at you to, to keep you there. And so I worked out a decent deal to remain at nine. And then, uh, but as you know, you know, you get a new coach and that was the case. We, I, I think I had like four coaches while I was there. I mean, it right. was, it was, right. it was, um, they, they had a lot of turnover at the time and, um, and so, and that just made it difficult for everyone, you know, just because everyone's trying to figure out, um, and, and everybody has different tastes and things. Sure. And, and and at one point, um, I think that, that the thing that did it for me is when I got called in by by um, one of my bosses for talking about Twitter on TV. Really? Yes. What, in what way? Um, what, did, what did they have a problem with? That I was, I was telling people that you could go to my Twitter feed for updates on the traffic and... And I was told, why aren't you pushing them to our news website? What are you doing? And and I remember trying to explain, like, and being like, why can't you see this? Like, this is real time. This is faster than anything that we have, any mechanism we have in place to get this information that people are depending on right now. This is how we can get it out like this. Right. You know, and it was like, why are you doing it? And at that point, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. You know, I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> like, um, if this is your gripe so, after everything I've done for this station, if this is your gripe, yeah. I can't. I, yeah, I hear you. And so it's just, I, I think that, you know, it's an important lesson to, you know, when you have people, it's very easy to be dismissive to the new person or maybe right. the younger person. Um and but but when there's ideas out there and there are people that are passionate about it and have a fire in their belly to pursue it and they're throwing, I just feel like, um, you know, laughing at them, which is kind of how you know it, it's kind of a like normal thing to want to do because you don't understand it, right? Right. Um, to me, that was like the biggest lesson in my life as I look at these younger people that have come after us, like when they have ideas and things. You know, I go up to them and I'm like, tell me about this. Like, I yes. want to know. I am so intrigued because I want to see how I'm falling behind and how, you know, they're going to be the ones that are ahead of the curve. And and yeah. I think that if more workplaces embrace that instead of scoffing at it and really looking at traditional models, um, I, I think that we could do so much more. There is so much talent, so much innovation, so much creativity that can be tapped into yes. that you could use at your disposal. And I mean, some of these people might be even willing to work for free. I, know. You know I mean, and so it's just, um, that was the biggest thing. Cause I, I just remember how frustrating and you know, if you're not a strong person, it's easy to feel like you're the only one and that, you know, and it's easy for that to beat you down and for you just to give up. And so my, when I talk to these kids, when I go to classes or I, I do a commencement speech or something, I'm like, what you believe in, You've got to stick by it. Yeah, you know, you've got to cut out the ex- outside noise. Don't ask people for their opinions, and realize that when you fail or you decide to leave a job, that it is simply part of that journey. It's just a detour. Right. And you know what? Everyone I know has always ended up better. Better. The process might be slow. It might take some time. You know, and there, there might be bumps along the way. But you always at risk taking changes you in some way. And it makes you better. Right. And it 
you know, taking those risks, that's the way you grow. And, so, and I'm a huge believer in that. You obviously have a tough skin now, but I'm sure over the years, like like myself, I mean, I've been told many things. And it's funny when you bring up that story. I mean, I've been reprimanded so many times for posting things or trying something. And it, and it is this bizarre thing where I think I've worked for a lot of companies where, yeah, they almost punish you for ideas. It, mm-hmm. Very bizarre. Yeah. But how did you get a tough skin? Because I'm sure you've heard it all, whether it's about your appearance, mm. your clothes, your, you know, the way you created your career. How'd you get tough? Oprah. Really? I love her. Oh, and that's my idol, too. (laughs) No, no, I do love her. I think um, it's hard to pinpoint. I think that that comes with age, I think, becoming a mom. Yeah. Because that gives you a whole new level of, like, how to say no and how to draw lines and how to have priorities. And also um, realizing that if you're willing to to give it up, you know, if if it means that much to you, that you could give it up so that you could have happiness and joy, like real true joy, because— I don't think I experienced real true joy until I had my children. And I felt really? like, whoa, I, I, I've never had something like this, you know. Um, and and so for me, that is what I compare everything to. Mm. And so I, I had a new standard. Um, but I also think that it's also surrounding yourself with people that lift you up. Yeah. And finding people um, and playing head games with yourself. I mean, I have quotes and stuff everywhere. And I say things to myself. I mean, I talk to myself. I have arguments with myself sometimes out loud. And it's I think that that's the biggest thing is that you have to be your biggest cheerleader. But you also have to be smart about the people that you're working with. Yeah. That you are networking with. And 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 you have a responsibility to give back as well. Mm. And so um, I was just at a great awards show, um, the Salute Her Awards. And it was all about women of diversity and women. Um, you know, helping other women and, and who have been able to rise throughout the ranks. And it was the most inspiring thing. And, and every story that these women told, it, it was about, you know, their squad, like the, the people around really? them that wanted to see them. Yeah. And you got to pay attention to the people that that don't clap for you when you rise. Right. You know, and you're probably surrounded with more of them than you are with people that clap for you. And so it's up to you to decide what kind of energy Yes. You're going to surround yourself with, you know, because you know it's one negative comment can eat at you like this, can take yeah. you down. Yeah. Or if um, you work in that environment, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to keep lifting yourself up if you if you work in that environment. Um, okay, so yeah. you know, how many years now have you been at NBC for? Oh man, um, I'm really bad at math. It's why I didn't get into West Point, <laughs> <laughs> which Chen does not West understand. <laughs> She's like, you're Korean. <laughs> you should know numbers. Jenna yeah. is amazing. We're calling I know. her. We're, we're going to call I, her. Yeah. So, um, you've been at NBC for, I'm going to say 11, like five yeah, or seven, six years. Yeah, more, right? like I'm going on 11, so six years. So, I'm always six, curious by this. I love, years? you know, yeah. they, they've been putting you on the Today Show. You've been mm-hmm. back and forth to New York. And I'm always like, oh my God, when is she going? And I always feel like I, I get very nervous for you because I always feel like with the Today Show, for whatever reason, they bring in these anchors from different markets. And I'm always like, oh God, this seems like a test. Like yeah. everybody's watching you, judging you. You poor thing, you've got to come up with some amazing craft segment. My God, you're hauling all your crafts <laughs> out there on the Today Show. And then they get like Hoda out there. And I'm like, oh, how did you? I'm nervous watching Hoda. you. Um, no, no, don't be nervous. You know, usually it's just because they need an extra body. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 
like, there's no talent I'm involved. Like, oh, trust me. This, um, this is a real pressure for her. I like what's going to happen next. I'm just like, I'll help you out. Uh, no, I, no, it's that's a great thing. That's what I like about working at NBC is that you have the opportunity to do different things and to spread your wings in a different world. To me, that is an outlet. You know, you do right. news and you do breaking news and you do a show, at, um, the same kind of show every weekend. Um, different headlines, but still, you know, the same same kind of stuff. So for me to be able to have that freedom to go out, help out, be around a different group of people, do my closet crafting, um, which is what I love. You know, I help them when they launch the um, the parenting team, which I thought was really important, you know, yeah. and and um, and I invested a lot in that. And so really doing that type of stuff is just for fun and and it's on the side and the station supports it they support it and how ironic i love this got a new podcast for you to listen to yes i do it's the dr john delani show schman and i were actually playing a clip from dr john's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, 
or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. All in all, they're part of the family. I mean, we're part of their sure, big sure, family. Yeah, you're so, part of the NBC, yeah. And there's quite a few people that do similar things, and I, I think that that's wonderful that we are so close and we can do that. Now, Would I that, be able to move my family to New York and start all over? Yes, is that the um, goal? Like, yeah. and I'm sure that whole network show to me it seems like a ton of pressure. And yeah. then you know, and I am obsessed with reading because I love all the dirt. You know, every couple of years, the New York Post puts out the paper that they all hate each other. Oh. You know, so I always love all that. <laughs> then Michael Strahan and Good Morning America, they hate him. So oh, they get, hate him. Oh yeah. I love him. Yeah. He just got a new show, too. They all seem See, very competitive. I don't know any of this. I need a life. But it's interesting. I've always heard nice things about Hoda. I've heard that people oh, really great. love Hoda. Hoda's great. Al, not so much, but you oh, know. Really? Yeah, Al and Matt, but I guess we don't have to worry about Matt, so. You were you always know. really, really nice to me. Really? Mm-hmm. Never had any issues? No. No issues. Really? Not with anybody I, there. I want to know who I have to call because you need to be on that. I feel like, and once you're on, I'm going to harass you all the time. You I do podcasting you. segments 100%. <laughs> I'm going to be like pitching your ass nonstop. I'm going to be like, don't let her on the plaza. But, okay, I want to um, ask you this. I've been following your Twitter too, and I'm very yeah. curious because you, you and I both know some inside baseball. You've been tweeting about Les Moonves. You know, as we all know, Les Moonves, the, the CEO of CBS, has had to step down for Ronan Farrow's, you know, expose mm-hmm. that he's been sexually harassing women for many years. I mean, crazy stuff yeah. saying oh hey I'll be right back comes back in his underwear with a bottle of wine yeah. see I, I didn't get that far in the reading oh bananas these stories I need so, your reading list I'm curious what are your what is your thought on that as someone who has worked for you know and I yeah. work for Fox too I mean I you know but what's your yeah. thought on what's happening especially with these media moguls you know I I honestly, I, I've never had a situation like that. And no, I think it's either. really hard to talk about it, you know, when you haven't experienced it for yourself. Um, so I, I don't really have an opinion. I mean, if these things did happen and if these it, women, there's a reason they're feeling this way, then I feel terrible. I feel right. ter- terrible that some believe that their c- career was totally sacrificed and, and annihilated because of a decision um, that they made. And but but I don't think that the scenario that's been presented in the media um, is just only in media organizations and media outlets, right? Right, right, right. right. I yeah. mean, I feel like this probably this goes on probably everywhere. Probably not so much now, yeah. but and on both sides of the aisle. Um, whenever you have someone in the position of power, we know what power, we know what money can do to people, and we make bad decisions. And I think that the fact that it's an open conversation right now and that there is an awareness. Right. I mean, that actually gives me comfort knowing that I have, you know, two daughters um, and a son that are going to be entering the workforce eventually. Hopefully, I tell them. I'm like, when you're of age. <laughs> you're getting in there. I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah, please. My first job, three dollars eighty-five cents an hour. You're driving you know. your grandmother um, up to Charlestown races and slots. <laughs> yes, five dollars yes. an hour. <laughs> Got to make sure she gets in and out okay. Exactly. So, um, but but that makes me that makes yeah. me happy to know that that maybe it is going to be a shift in culture. Um, on, on a bigger level, right? Um, but but yeah, I mean, you can't help but feel bad. You read some of these stories, and I know. Um, and, and then some of the men involved, and, and it's even been in the comedy circuit, you know, um, with um, what's his name, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Oh and, yeah, sure. I mean, and they've come out, and some of them have apologized and have acknowledged, yes, that there were there were situations. Um, I don't think it's ever too late to hold somebody accountable, right? And so I, I think that sometimes people look back and they're like, what? You know, this was. 20 whatever years ago and yeah but I mean for the victim right this is a lifetime and in some cases life altering you know yeah, consequences yeah. that they that they have to live with and, and and have to deal with so um so yeah that's really I mean I wish I had more juice and no, I wish no, no, I had no. a, a personal story that I could share but honestly as my former producer when I did traffic told me he's like you are the grossest person I've ever met <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, when people would make comments because I worked in radio, you know, so everybody yeah. said everything. I just yeah. say it back. So it was like, oh, God, I feel yeah. like uh, I've never been one of those to like bat my eyes and play the game. And maybe that's the other thing is you know, yeah. I, I, I will say that I think for women, um, it's it's difficult because when you are you kind of are like that, it can be perceived as and, and and I'm shy. I mean, it's you can talk right. to my husband. Like, if I have to go to a wedding, even public speaking, I get these nervous twitches. I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. You know, I get like really, really weird. Um, but when I'm on radio, um, yeah, you're or so TV, confident. Yeah, yeah I'm like, like, oh my god, I rule the world. This is amazing. <laughs> you know, like, ah! um, but, but in you know, in personal situations like that, um, you know, I tend to be kind of, you know, yeah. keep to myself. And I think that sometimes people look at that as, gosh, you know, she's stuck up or she's a bee. And, and, um, and, you know, being raised by a very strict Asian mother and a very strong military father and having wanted to go into the military and have done doing that, you know, throughout my high school career and stuff, a sense of authority and doing things right the first time and holding people accountable and exceeding the expectation. These were all things that I think helped build me and, you know, built my confidence and and my ability to, you know, say no and not like play a game, you know, right. in that sense. And so to say that I haven't witnessed that, I would be lying, you know, because, sure. because it, you you can't you, you see it a lot. But um, but. I, I would say that was probably the extent of it, you know. Yeah. And then there were times that sometimes I wondered. I was like, oh gosh, if I was a little more like, ah. yeah, you, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like just kind of, the, a lot the of maybe these environments things, you know would them. be a little easier for me. Or smooth, but at the end of the day, it's like you are who you are. Yeah, and you can't change it and feel comfortable. And um, and I'm all, I'm all about being comfortable. <laughs> I love it. I, I you love, are. I love kids. Uh, talk to us kids. about, you know, again, I'm a little inside baseball because I love media. I love radio. I love all the, the inner workings. But, um, you know, Jim Vance was such a staple in this market. And I think Jim Vance is a person that even, you know, there's a debate, you know, are younger people really tuning into local news or not? But I think people know Jim Vance regardless of age. He was just sort of this larger than life character. And, and you got to know him. I, you knew him very well. I only knew him kind of socially. But what did he mean to NBC4? I think when people say our hearts broke and we lost our heart, I mean, that I get like choked up even thinking about it. Really? Yeah. Um, he just you you kind of always felt like you were OK. 
You know, Vance yeah. was there, even though he like worked one show a week. No, yeah. <laughs> he came in for an I hour. I was like, but... I want to be you. <laughs> God, oh my god! No, I know, but he and that dude it. was making millions every year. When like even when people weren't in TV, I mean yeah. that guy is like. I mean, I don't, I, and I don't even know, you know, what he's. But I will tell you, I, I know how he made people feel, and I yeah. know what it did to a room when he walked into it. Whether we were meeting for lunch at Cafe Deluxe, mm. you know, just to shoot the whatever, um, which he would do, which is what I love. I love that he would come out, take the time. You know, a man that was on demand all the time would take the time to, to show support for you or to, to meet you, to talk, you know, just he, he was just so good and giving in that way. And um, but when Vance like walked in the room, it's like the seas part, you know, oh, you, know wow. you talk about people like lighting up a room. It's not even like that. It's more like get that, you know, get the F out of the way. Like yeah. here's Jim Vance and everybody wants to talk to him. They want to, you know, and he wants to talk, talk to them as well. And and he just had a way about him to connect and really not only feel like you're the only person in the room, but that he actually truly cared about what you were saying. I, I only worked with him because of our day parts. Sure. I worked in the morning. So there were a few times that I would work in the evening to fill in when I could. And, um, and you know, other than our lunches, just to connect and, and, and to talk about life and, and things. Um, when he would run into me in the hallways in passing, you know, the first thing he'd ask me is, how those babies? And he wanted to know, you know, like how the babies were. Like he just wanted to know, you know, what I was doing. And and, and it's just, and he'd be like, "You are a superwoman, you know, you're wonderful." And it's just he knew wow. how to, you know, just to to really empower you and to make you want to rise to the occasion. And so in his passing, um, I think it it gave us all a chance to reevaluate how mm. we carry ourselves and how we carry out our jobs. And really, um, it, it gave us something to look forward to as far as how we want to go forward. Um, with honoring his legacy and what he stood for and what wow. everybody loves so much about uh, him. And NBC4, you know, he, those two things came hand in hand together. And um, and I walk by his picture every day on the way out, and it's like Ooh, you shake how... your head and you're just like, you know, you're really gone. Like, it, yeah, it's, so it's hard, hard to, to believe, th- yeah. right? He was he had such swagger in real life. You're right. Just larger than life. People, you know, wanted to be around him and such a generous person. The couple of times that I met him and um, and, you know, like I was just always impressed. Like, why would he know or care about me or, you know, the guy's TV legend? Like he could easily be blowing you off, but he just never did. And He's, you know, he never he was the coolest dude you would oh, ever meet. Right? I mean, oh, my God. But, cool. Sexy. I mean, it, he it was just everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. In this business, a lot of times you can meet people that I'm like, yo, you're only on TV. Like, it's <laughs> not that big of a deal. You're not like, okay. I it just, and some people just tend to take themselves too seriously. There's a lot of egos, as you can imagine. And with him, I remember teaching him, I, I actually have it on my phone, his first Snapchat filter, and I did it <laughs> while we were live <laughs> on TV. And it was the one where the eyes pop out and rah, And he had no idea. And so Doug Cameron was like doing the weather. Oh my God. And they're live, and then we're over here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, just look at this over here. Just, just, I go, I'll just smile. And he smiles. He nearly fell out of his chair. Like, you should see. It's hilarious. And that's the thing is like he was never too cool to try something new. He wasn't going to make fun of you doing Facebook Live. If he was mad, he would like, I mean, there was time he was like throwing a chair during one of my Facebook Lives. I'm in a bad mood. And, you know, the next day I brought him his junior mints and, you know, made him all like, you know, happy. And and he was who he was and he did it unapologetically. Yes. And he didn't try to act like he was too cool to be, you know, you know, part of this whole, you know, digital like movement or whatever when you wanted to engage him. He he probably wasn't going to tweet himself. I mean, and he 
whatever, but he wouldn't mind being part of yours yeah. and dancing. And, and to me, that's cool. You know, yes. like that's, that's what makes somebody real yeah. and authentic that they can get out of the way of themselves. I also loved what I loved about Jim and I, I take with me is I think Jim was in my mind, one of the first really prominent anchors who was very transparent about his life. Cause he lived, you know, a, a big life and he had his moments and demons, but you know, he really owned those. And I think he was one of the first to go be, in the public light where lots of times they want to control your image and don't say this, don't reveal that. And uh, I always thought Jim was really brave of always coming out and being like, look, this is who I am. These are the things I've struggled with in the past. And Mm -hmm. um, I always thought, wow, like he was really kind of a real character and person before you were sort of allowed to be that. He was. I I mean, he was a pioneer in that sense. And the thing is, is that he didn't over try to do it. You know, I think there's some people that try to really push the fact, ah, I'm so, you know, I'm I'm real. And, and they try to you know, almost create like another idea of what they yeah. think they want to be or should be. And he just wasn't. And and that the thing was, is that he he really just stood for what he believed in. You know, right. you hear the stories of like, cut your hair. And he's like, I'm going to grow a beard now. You know, it's <laughs> like, I'm going to do whatever. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, because he was he was willing to, to lose it all, you wow. know, for what he believed in. You know, it's like, wow. fine, you don't want me, let me go. And and I mean, some could say that that's like not being a team player or, you know, being pompous or whatever. But really, it was more like him just being him. Yeah. And and I think people appreciated it. And you can't overlook good work yeah smart work he was in touch you know he was smart he was well read he was a lyricist when it came to like writing right and um and so there is a certain level of talent obviously that comes into play um you know with that as well so overall you know he was the full package and um and it's just such a terrible, terrible yeah, loss Yeah, it was devastating. Us, it's just so fascinating. He's one of those people where you thought after he made that announcement, like, well, you know, he'll probably pull through. And, yeah. you know, and, and uh, that was it was it was just shocking and devastating. And I'm sure very devastating to the NBC4 team because I know yeah. how much of basically a pillar he really but was how there. lucky we are. How yeah. lucky we are, yeah. those of us who had the chance to sit beside him and work with him. And and that's why, his, I mean, his post right after his death, it remains my pinned you know, ah. post on my, my page. I, I haven't changed it all. I just can't. It's like, I see that every day when I log in and it's, it's such a good reminder of, you know, aim yep. high, aim high today, yeah. you know, be a bigger person. So. Um, all right. Well, shifting gears. And I, I think Vance would appreciate this. So uh, we also had read that you used to work at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh yes. Radnick University. <laughs> yes. I was Chucky my first day. What? You were Chucky the mouse? Yes. How many fights between drunk parents did you witness? Come on, be honest. <laughs> you know, there, actually, it wasn't the parents. I mean, it's the kids that, you know, chase you around. They, like, stomp on you. They poke you. I mean, all that stuff really happens. And so, and it's so hot. Not only that, I was Chucky. I was, like, the dog. What's his name? Jasper. They have a Helen How the hen. How did you apply to this job? I mean, you know... You, we're bringing up a picture of you in high school. I, I yeah. think you're as cute as a button. Like, I mean, I mean, Chuck I look e. like Cheese. He, yes, I look like a, I, I ate a pizza a day working at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. And to this day, I love their pizza and their breadsticks. Um, yeah, this is in high school. You look um, so good. You said that you actually like cried over this picture. Yeah, that's the Christmas tree haircut. Is what my sisters referred to it as. So it does I had have a friend. Layers, like yeah, a- I, I had a friend that came over and was like, "I'm going to give you layers," and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, just. And I remember sitting in the kitchen and she just took some scissors out of the kitchen drawer and all of a sudden all my hair was on the ground. I had really long hair. It was probably, I don't know. I mean, it was down to my stomach maybe even. 
And then I looked in the mirror and it was like, it wasn't layers. It was tears. It was tears like a Christmas tree. You know, it's like the first tier, <laughs> the second tier. The third, and I was like, I, I kind of thought that maybe they would just appear. And I just started bawling. And then my mother, you know, put me in her arms. And of course, she's like going bonkers, like, why you let her do that? You know, just crazy. She's like, oh, my God, you idiot. You know, da, da, da. like yelling. I mean, that was her way of showing love. Oh, my God. And um, we used to do a stand up comedy show with you and your mom. And oh. you just do impressions of your mother. Yes. Like that could be your whole next career. People well, she's, would pay. Yeah, she's uh, she's quite the character. And which is why we refer to her as Chin or Miss South Korea Lana. And <laughs> Miss so, South Korea Lana. You can follow her on Instagram. Listen to her sing her Waylon Jennings. Yeah, she, I mean, it's because my dad's Southern, and so Chin will, like, when she gets mad or she's talking, she'll, like, throw in some, like, Southernisms. Like, she'll say, I reckon so, but it's, like, totally in the wrong context. I'm like, Mom. <laughs> That's incredible. Was Appreciate she really it. tough? Was she really tough oh, when you were growing up? Like, yes. how bad? Like, what, like? Oh, gosh. Well, I think I probably <laughs> cannot say. I mean, she she has amnesia. Like, she does not remember any of this <laughs> She yells at me and says, I'm tough on my kids. And I'm like, oh, my. Do you know who my mother was? She. Um, I mean, everything from like scholastics to um, she just wanted us to her whole thing was like she wanted us to be able to stand on our own feet. Right. This is a woman who gave up her whole life um, and her, you know, a career, her country. You know, she was to, born in South Korea, right? Yes. South Korea. She met born my father there, there. Met mm-hmm. your father there. Ends up immigrating to the United States with your dad. With my dad. They and when they first met, they didn't speak a lick of English. I mean, they had one of those old fashioned dictionaries. Like they're both. That's going, how they communicated that's with how, one another through a dictionary. Yes, hilarious. I know. So, oh my um, god. And there's even letters my dad's written about it. He was like, she doesn't speak any English, but she's really. Nice. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Wow. Talk about that's um, how but, you know love. Like they yeah. couldn't even communicate, and they were in love. Yes. Wow. And um and gosh, she I mean, we call him Saint Wren because she's Ren. a she's a she's a whole lot of woman and but he loves that woman. I mean, just he would do anything for her, for his queen. I wow. mean and, and she knows it and she tells him she still tells him she's like, Yeah, because you know, I'm gold. She's like, You're lucky. <laughs> You're lucky. And she knows her worth and I and I will say I'm that gold. while she was tough on us. Her whole thing was like, I want my my three girls like to be able to. You're gonna be smart. You're gonna you know be able to get your own job, and you're gonna be able to make your own money. You know, the, for her, she wanted us to succeed. And so I remember we'd bring home um, an A minus, and I tell the story, and she just kind of look at us, and I'm like, <gasps> A minus. She's like, one more question, right? You get A plus. <laughs> And we'd be like, A minus wasn't good enough. And no, and and she really, and she'll tell you this. She believes she's like, you just work hard. You get one more question right, that'd be A plus, you know. And so, that's kind of this. That's kind wow. of the life that we lived, you know. And you know, we had the piano, forty five minutes, you know, a day and every day. Yeah, just um, handwriting. We were very limited with, you know, we all played sports. And to my mom, you know, that was all playtime. Like, you know, you went, you did sports. That's playtime. You want to go to church with your friends? I'd all go to church on the weekend. Okay, that's your playtime. Yeah. So it was just we always had to make choices of where we wanted to spend our time. And I always went to church because they always had Munchkins. Oh yes, Ooh. yum! Those donuts. I would get styrofoam cups, and I would come back with like I would hide Munchkins like under my thing. I mean, that was this is amazing. You yeah, are so, so tiny yet you've worked at Chuck E. Cheese. You love fish fillet, like, and then you eat Munchkins. I mean, it's amazing no. you're not three hundred pounds. Well, I was. I mean, I, well, in high school, um, you know, 
I was. I should you show were you my, tiny. I then know. Too. No, no, no. I need to so show cute. you my Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese pictures. You know, we. I've always had weight issues, like in the past. Really? It wasn't until like college. You know, my. You know, we all played sports and and all that, but. Um, but my sisters, all of us, you know, we've always had to work hard at like maintaining, you yeah. know, um, our weight. So when I went off to college um, after a really bad breakup, that's mm. when I was like, I'm going to take care of my, you know, the normal like, <laughs> I'm going to show him I'm going to get, you know, healthy and look good. And and so then, you know, I'm taking Xenadrin. My heart's about to pop out of my chest. You know, oh, remember yes, that? Sure, so sure, everybody sure. did oh, yeah. Xenadrin I did, before I took they told you that it could yeah, kill yeah. you. So, yeah. And I remember like working out and but then it was to a point where it consumed me. And yeah. I was like, I, I wouldn't go out with my friends. I wouldn't do anything unless I worked out, you know, two hours a day. Mm. And it, it really played with, you know, my psyche. And then um and then I, you know, it come, came in phases. Then I got over that. And then I got back into, you know, liking to eat when I want and what I want. So it's been back and forth. And then with the pregnancies, um, you know, that's why I think, you know, every pregnancy, I kind of just take it to the next level because I know I can. <laughs> you know what? Everyone's I like, know what I can prove. <laughs> yeah, I All mean, right, we want to ask you two more questions and we know you got to get yeah. out of here. You have a, you have a busy yeah. life. You and your husband, Robert, have been married for years. And mm-hmm. I love this story, but you guys do not actually live together during the week. This no. is amazing to me. AJ, I feel like if this is book worthy, we should wait and put this on mix. Oh, we have to. Oh my God, yeah. This is this is top secret. We have to wait. Okay, I agree. So look, um, you guys know we landed the gig. The Hey Fresh podcast is going to Sunday nights on Mix 107.3. This Sunday is our first show, 9 p.m. If you want to find out how Angie keeps her marriage, she has never lived with her husband of like 10 years. They've never lived together Monday through Friday. That seems impossible to me, to be honest. Is that amazing? Okay, we'll find that out. And of course, we had to ask her, how does Angie keep it spicy if they're not seeing each other? I mean, what are you doing? Skype sex? What's going on? Okay, we'll get to that on Sunday night. So if you want to hear the conclusion, boop, you'll have to tune in 9 p.m. on Mix 107.3. And here's the thing. I can't wait. I want to be your first interview when you retire from news because I want all the dirt when you could be unfiltered. I want to know all about your sex life. I want like all about your. I want you to just do a whole shtick on your mom. Like I want the dirt. Oh, okay. (laughs) She's like, I'm sorry. I got to go back to work. I know. Everybody's watching at the station right now. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> no, you're PG for so now. Fun. We love Jackie. We love everybody over there at NBC4. They're oh, amazing. my God. I know. You You really do. You have a great team. Jim, yeah. uh, you know, Jim Hanley. I love the whole he's crew. He's out of the so. Hurricanes, by the way. So make sure you tune in. He's to, cute as a button. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Yeah. You guys are, you do a great job. And, and the team over there. And Doug Cameron is a blast. I mean, and his wife, Holly's a hoot. Oh, I want to have awesome. her on, too. Oh, you should. I know. Well, I, I think, I don't think Doug would let her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have to wait till he retires for that yeah, exactly. one, too. So. I love her so much. Uh, Look, where Um, can people follow you? Obviously, we can watch you every weekend, NBC4. Where can people follow you? What are your social medias? I don't mind if you Uh promote the crap out of your stuff. Oh, you're so nice. I'm not like your old news director. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Where is he now? I wonder. Um, Um, But I think it's just, oh, my God. I think everything is, is, oh, my God. You know, I've been doing a lot more Instagram stories. I like that. You know, so I love it. Yeah, you're you're really that's, great. That's that's been fun. But um, but you know, I do Twitter more for news. Um, Facebook is always fun. We love our Facebook lives. Which camera am I looking at, by the way? Um, is this you? is your camera right here. <gasps> yeah. So I, I shared yours Yay! with our people. <laughs> so hey. Um, but this is really great, and I just want to say thanks for inviting me. I was uh, so so excited. Well, I've admired you for so long. I love your hustle. I love that you've gone for what you want, and you're truly, really. I look up to you because I want to be a mom someday, yeah. and I, I don't you know want how a to. Kid? I, I got an extra. Really? 
I'll take Ren. She seems so sweet. I know. She's a pony. But I, no, I really do look yeah. up to you because I want to be a mom, but I, I get very nervous inside like, oh my God, how am I going to keep my career going? How, you know, do people then look at you differently if you have a kid? Like, and everyone's like, no, Sarah, like it'll just help the show. And I, yeah. I, I need to get into that my frame. You'll have to add frame. another hour to your show. Be, Just all for the, the mom that, talk? Yes, all the stuff that you go through. I mean, it is ridiculous. And Just, I don't know. I mean, you, I, I love that you're so close to your family, but I have the pressure of, I grew up, my mom, my parents were such great parents and mm-hmm. like, they just wanted to be parents. So, so I wrestle with that sometimes. Like I feel selfish in the sense of like, my mom will tell you her biggest regret is she didn't have five more children. Like yeah. that is her, it's not career. Mm-hmm. It's, I wish I'd had five more kids. Yeah, And yeah. she was such a good mother. So it's like, how do I do that when my goal has never been, hasn't been, being a parent hasn't been the number one goal. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think that it's one of those things where you just, you know, I didn't tell Robert for three days I was pregnant with Adora. <laughs> I just sat there like in the mirror, like my life is over. Do you like my Sphinx, by the way? You'll wear I these forever. Sphinx. I love I was, these. Oh my god! I'll never nap again. I mean, it's it's it is a selfish thing, you know, because your life totally changes. It's not about you anymore, and it's um, but but then what you get out of it is. I mean, it just takes you to another place. You know, you find strengths that you never thought you had. Wow. Um, you become a stronger person. Your 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 vision and your perception of things changes. And um, and so anybody who can experience, I just say, it, it's something that I wouldn't surpass. You know, I. Do you need to have five kids? No. God, you know, no. Sometimes one's enough. Taking them one at a time. <laughs> one's enough. But um, but I have friends that don't want kids at all, and you know what? That's fine too. Yeah. Yeah. And and the mom guilt and all that stuff. It's always going to be there. But you know what? I've had three C-sections. That's really? enough. That's enough. Three C-sections. I've had That's enough. amazing. That's enough. That's what, you know, Allie Wong said. And I was like, she she just knew. Because every time I start to think, like, I'm not giving enough. And da 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 You know, I'm a loser. And I'm a horrible mom. And worst mom ever. Which is what my kids call me. Or they call me mad mom. <laughs> you should see these portraits that they draw of me. Um, like, I have the furrowed brows. And... Um, so like, what? What did this? Mad happen? mom, yeah. So, but I think about that, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, they cut into me three times. That's amazing. You know, to have this baby, like you, we give so much already, and so you can't bog yourself down and beat yourself up over that. Yeah. And I will go back. You've got to lean on people. My first kid, when I was at WSA, I went. I came back after I think six weeks. Wow. Eight weeks, you know. And I was like, I've got to prove to them that I can still do this. I'm going to hustle and I'm yeah. blah, blah, blah. And you know, and I had a heart problem because of it. You know, and it's like at the end of the day, like you have to take care of yourself, and you can't beat yourself over it because what good are you if you're dead? You know, and yeah. if you're you're really not there and you're not present. And so, I think that um, you know that was the biggest lesson. So by you know, by the time I had Ren, I'm like. How long can I take? Six months? Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. I'll see you again. NBC for 2020. Yeah, okay. yeah so, so, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I think you'd be a phenomenal mother. I, would, oh. I want you to be my mom. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I want to go hang out with your mom. I feel like your oh, mom your chin. We didn't and call I, chin. we're going to Horseshoe in Baltimore, and we're going to get in so much oh, trouble. Oh, my I know, God. I can't I know. wait. Yes. Oh, please. Yeah, we'll be counting cards, and yeah, it'll be amazing. Yeah, she's she's pretty wild. Um, but we'll have to call her, I guess, the next time. Next time, next time. Forgot. We we, yeah. we know you got to get out of here. You yeah. guys, be sure to follow Angie Goff. It's Oh My Goff on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. We'll see you on Sunday night on Mix 107.3. We can't wait to be back in the family. Thank you for listening and share the podcast. Bye, everybody.